Today is July the 1st. What happened at Pentecost? Let's find out together as we read Acts chapter 2. So in Acts chapter 2, uh, we have already seen in Acts 1.14 that they were meeting together and they were constantly in prayer. Acts chapter 2 begins this way. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. And suddenly there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm. It filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire, appeared and settled on each of them. Now, personally, I think that the physical demonstration of the presence of God is actually intentionally parroting what God did on Mount Sinai in Exodus chapter 19, verse 18. We see this. All of Mount Sinai was covered with smoke because the Lord descended on it in the form of fire. The smoke bellowed into the sky like smoke from a brick kiln. The whole mountain shook violently. Verse 16 tells of a great thunderstorm, thunder roared, lightning flashed a long, loud blast from a ram's horn, and all the people trembled. In Acts chapter 2, the Lord descended from heaven, just like he did in Exodus 19. In Acts chapter 2, there's the sound of a great windstorm, just like happened in Exodus 19. And in Acts chapter 2, the Lord descended in the form of flame, fire, just like in Exodus 19. But there's a big difference. In Exodus chapter 19, the Lord descended and dwelt in the middle of all of Israel in a column of fire. In Acts chapter 2, each individual Christian has a tiny flame of fire appearing over his head. The symbolism was not lost on the disciples. God's presence is with us. But now, instead of inhabiting among us, God is within us. Instead of God being present just in our church when we come together, God is with us every step of every day. They begin to speak in other tongues, and the nations, the languages that they speak, are enumerated in verse 9. A wide variety of languages from Hebrew to Parthians, Medes, Elamites, Mesopotamia, Greece, 
Cappadocia, Pontus, the province of Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, so there's Egyptian, uh, the areas of Libya around Cyrene, Rome, so there's Latin. All these people heard the gospel in their own language. People began to flock to the upper room where this was taking place. Seeing that, Peter speaks up and he preaches. Remember that just 50 days ago, a servant girl in the courtyard of Caiaphas said, you're one of them. And Peter swore oaths saying he was not. Today, there is no question. Today, Peter identifies himself as a follower of Jesus and says, you should be too. The content of Peter's sermons, he says, first of all, in verse 22, God publicly endorsed Jesus the Nazarene by doing powerful miracles, wonders, and signs through him, as you well know. And now, look at verse 19. Peter identifies what's taking place with the different followers of Jesus speaking other languages as other wonders. I will cause wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and clouds of smoke. Peter is describing what's happening to the disciples. First, it was Jesus. Now it's us, says Peter. What is the difference? In verse 36, let everyone in Israel know for certain that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, to be both Lord and Messiah. The difference, we recognize that Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus has been raised from the dead, verse 32. God raised Jesus from the dead. We're all witnesses of this. So what do they need to do? Verse 38. Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Peter presents the gospel in a very, very simple way. And at the end of that day, 3,000 people came to the Lord. Now the end of chapter 2 tells of the early church meeting together. Starting in verse 42, all of the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship. So there's two aspects of what they did. They continued to teach, and they had fellowship with each other. In addition to this, they shared in meals. They ministered to each other. And then later, in verse 46, they worshiped together at the temple each day and met in homes for the Lord's Supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity. And all of this took place while they were praying. Verse 42, 
They devoted themselves to teaching, fellowship, ministry, worship, and to prayer. That's simply what the church is. A body that comes together to study together, to fellowship with each other, to minister to our community, to worship God, and to bind everything together in prayer. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Just as the early church met together, I hope that this Sunday will find you meeting together with fellow believers in the church of your choice.